we're back and uh we'll see how this goes am i recording i think so um well i'm back in town i was out of town and i had a whole bunch of AEW to watch and uh think about and notes to take and uh well we'll get into how that made me feel i had to watch uh rampage and then collision and then battle of the belts hmm maybe this was a mistake perhaps we will find out i guess i mean i know it was fine everything's fine i was out of town with the family um i don't have many stories from it it was a fine trip it was a trip for the child it went well uh there was one instant we went it was uh we went to an event that was uh it it was a a thomas the train event and uh it was it was all families there and there was one okay i don't even know how to describe this there was like an obstacle course type setup they had many little stations for the children one of them was, you know, you, uh, you know, they had like uh, uh, the the cornhole set up, which is, you know, when you throw the bean bags into the the gimmick, and then they had, uh, you know, like hopscotch, and they had things where you lift up the parachute and you run underneath, you know, the kids do. Uh, <laughs> at the time, uh, we rolled past this little area, you know, uh, it was just us. Uh, my family and uh, one young lady who was sitting in a folding chair, you know, uh, grounds crew or whatever, you know, watching. And uh, my daughter wanted to uh, kind of, you know, hang out in this area. And I'm standing, they had a tube, a plastic tube, you know, where the kids would crawl through, like a see through kind of rainbow colored tube sized for a child. And I'm standing uh, next to it. And, uh, a young man came up. He had a had a hat on. He was kind of scruffy looking. Uh, he had a what appeared to be a child's uh, book bag, and uh, he said to the young lady working, "Hey, uh, can, Miss, would you watch my bag while I go through the uh, go through this?" And he was, uh, you know, pointing at the tube on the ground, and. My immediate thought was that this is somebody uh, that worked here and maybe was on break and was trying to pop the the gal. Like maybe he knew her and he was trying to make her laugh. And uh, she no sold it. She did not not one. I'm looking at her to see. Like I kind of I listened. I turned my head, listened to him, turned my head to her, and she's blank faced. She has no reaction to this doesn't even say yes so he places his bag down and proceeds to crawl through the tube uh and you know he's uh you know an adult so he's you know <laughs> trying his best to get through the tube and i'm kind of glancing around my wife is uh you know uh, with my daughter they're not really my wife later said she did it. She had, did hear that, and she was 
kind of like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird. I was really, I was kind of, once she didn't, once the woman working did not acknowledge that this guy had anything to, like, he was just a guy, I was kind of looking around like, am I alone here? Is anybody else seeing this? I was internally, I'm, I'm, I'm shook. <laughs> I, I, he comes out of the tube and he picks up the, his book bag and goes, thank you. And, and he walks off. And so then my mind is kind of wandering. Who is this? Was this some kind of YouTube prank? He seemed to be alone. I glanced around. No one I, to what I could tell was filming him or with him. And I, then I thought this sort of behavior is, uh, the kind of thing that he was in a community and they call when that he decided to one, go to a children's event, but two to <laughs> utilize some of the uh, toys that, you know, he, they'd all call a meeting, say, we got to go to the town square and we've got to banish this man from our community. And then I thought, okay, is he essentially a Thomas, the train version of my little pony? Uh, the the brony guys where they uh he is just a huge fan but then if you're a huge fan of the show why would you even bother doing the toy stuff you know why what what's he getting out of crawling through the tube he didn't do anything else he just crawled through the tube and then left and <laughs> i don't <laughs> i was really I, you know, the, this now took up the next 20 minutes of my mind where I'm trying to run through. If I said something to the guy like, hey, uh, heads up, that's kind of odd to do that. Maybe not do that because you might, someone might, might you know, will get uh, weird about it. Someone will get weird about your weirdness. Uh, I'm just trying to comprehend. And he might say something like, well, you know, I just want to be a kid. I feel like nobody should uh let that go that element where you know they play on a playground uh i would be concerned if i saw an adult playing on a playground that was by themselves i would i don't know what i would uh, <laughs> i i i like to have fun i i wouldn't cross my mind to get on my hands and knees and crawl through a tube and be like just like when i was a kid i wouldn't get anything out of it i wouldn't even get a, a, a touch of childhood uh, wonderment uh, I don't, I, it boggled my mind and I never saw the guy again. Maybe, maybe he was escorted out. Maybe he tried to, uh, do, you know, do some child ride or cut in line in front of a child to sit on a train. I don't know what happened to him, but that was really the only thing that occurred, uh, that I thought this is odd. And, uh, I think that was a fine time at the lake and uh, hanging out and family time. And uh, I'm not a, a lot of driving. I'm not a huge fan of driving. I don't understand. I'm not an aggressive driver. I don't understand aggressive drivers. Uh, where are you going? Why do you want to get there that fast? <laughs> I don't. It boggles my mind when people drive. I don't know. Let's say like they're going 85 in a 70 or 90 in a 70. What, where are you going? What is, there's nothing. I've never wanted to get anywhere very badly 
that I think, oh, if I shave 10 minutes off, because that's what it comes down to. If I shave 10 minutes off, I'm going to be very happy. And I've never gotten the understood the people that they need to be in front of you. They just can't handle being behind you. You're both going the same speed, so you're just, <laughs> but they just need to be in front of you. That boggles my mind. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that was the trip, really. It was a fun family trip. Everybody enjoyed themselves. Um, uh, I did visit a friend on the way back. We, we visited a friend. He has a uh, he's a yo-yo champion, and uh, he. Uh, has a yo-yo podcast. His name is Trevor. And uh, he, I don't know the, the guy that he does the yo-yo podcast with. I think his name is Jeff or Jim or something. I've listened to it. Um, mostly it's the uh, Jeff Jim guy. They look at YouTube videos of people yo-yoing, I think. And, uh, uh, the Jeff Jim guy, he's going, uh, man, look at that shirt. I want, I want that shirt. Note to self, buy that shirt. And it's like a guy with a shirt and it has, a, it's got Slimer on it or something. So I, uh, I don't know. I, I guess they have a, they have a, their yo-yo following, but Trevor's a good, uh, good young man. And, uh, I don't remember <laughs> the name. I think it's called radio. Yo it is called radio yo-yo. Check out radio yo-yo. Uh, to hear two uh, young men discuss uh, T-shirts uh, that one of them wants to wear. And then Trevor, I think, just kind of nods along. And, you know, I personally, more Trevor on the podcast. That's what I say. I, he's a funny guy. Uh, we oh, we did go to, so, uh, and trust me, we'll get to this Rampage. Oh, baby, we'll get to Rampage uh fun stuff we went to so you know we're heading towards where trevor's living these days the, the city and uh, i'm not trying to blow people up i'm trying to be as vague as possible on details about various things <laughs> but uh, i said i want to go to this italian place it's got gluten-free options this is important i'm gluten-free okay <laughs> and some people will say oh you're sensitive to it i'm so sensitive to it i'm allergic okay <laughs> uh and uh, we, I said, I want to go to this tiny place that has gluten-free options and I need a drink. And my wife was going to take over the driving. So I was ready for it. It'd been like five, six hours of driving and we get there and it's quite busy. And so I said, well, Trevor, you know, this city, let's go somewhere else and pick a place, gluten-free options and alcohol. That's what I need. Okay. And we roll to this place and inside this uh, older woman who is very exasperated she's over it and she sits us down i'll crack open the menu there's no gluten-free options uh there's no alcohol they're not serving alcohol at this establishment not even wine which it, it was an italian place so i was like okay every time she sits i'm watching she's every time she sits somebody down at a table she's she's heavily <laughs> heavily sighing and uh I, we left we left it probably ruined her uh, more of her day 
but we left. I told young Trevor, I said, you know, as the kids say, you failed, you did not understand the assignment and you failed. So what happened? Some, I don't know who, either my wife or Trevor threw out. Uh, well, let's just go to Olive Garden because they have gluten free. Oh, I don't even know if I, the last time I was at an Olive Garden, if ever. And so we go to an Olive Garden. I note that the general manager's name is like screwed in, the plank is screwed into the pillar, which, and then I, I wondered, you know, does he walk by every day when he walks in, he looks at that plaque and he's like, hell yeah, <laughs> that's me. Uh, I go in, uh, I use the restroom and uh, it's not a great restroom. Um, a lot of piss on the floor. Um, I don't know if that's a Olive Garden trait of, of for all of them that you, there must be um, heavy puddles of piss around the urinal, but uh, this one had it, and uh, they said it will be about a twenty-five minute wait. Fine, at this point, you know this is what we're doing. We're 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 going to Olive Garden, so fine. Five minutes later, the little uh, gimmick goes off and says your table is ready. Okay, so we go in. And we have an older lady for our uh, server. And uh, I say, I'll have the gluten-free pasta and just throw in some sautéed shrimp. And she said, what kind of sauce do you want? And I said, uh, something light, whatever you got that's light. And uh, she said, well, what about the shrimp scampi? You know, since you got shrimp. And I noted in the shrimp scampi when I was just glancing through the menu that it that had said it had a light uh oil garlic you know garlic oil you know sauce okay yeah olive oil some garlic sure that's fine she so we put her orders in she keeps coming back i'd say about maybe three times after the fact after she, she wrote down our order asking what are you all getting again? what's happening <laughs> kind of confused what are you getting my wife is concerned because she doesn't like it, you know, she wants to make sure I stay healthy. And so she's very concerned that I'm going to get a big keeping bowl of regular spaghetti. Uh, and, or just everybody's, their orders is going to get messed up. Breadsticks come, by the way, and they were a big hit to everybody but me. You know, I didn't eat them, but everybody loved the breadsticks. So there you go. There's the plus. Um, they, uh, Finally, the gal comes over and says, uh, uh, she has another waitress with her. And she said, I'm sorry, I just don't understand. You said you you wanted the shrimp scampi types thing, but gluten-free. And I said, well, you, no, no, um, you pitched the shrimp scampi. I'm just talking about the sauce. And she said, well, it's not gluten-free. And I'm thinking, how is olive oil not gluten-free? Okay, uh, and they're going back and they go, well, what, you know, I said, just whatever sauce is your lightest sauce that's gluten-free is, is perfectly fine. And the gal goes, uh, marinara. And I thought, no, I don't want marinara on my shrimp, nor is that, I would consider that light. <laughs> and, uh, and they said, uh, what about Alfredo? Again, I don't consider Alfredo sauce a light sauce. And no, I don't want that either. Uh, and I said, you got like a tab of butter or like just like a little drizzle of olive oil. 
and uh they looked at me very quizzically uh i kind of had forgotten that this is olive garden i'm assuming they just are taking something out of one bucket and dumping it into the plate and to ask like for somebody to kind of like uh personalize something was a big ask they're like no you, you don't understand we're asking you what bu- sauce bucket do you want there is no butter sauce bucket so i said i have a solution how about no sauce and they, like, they both looked relieved as they had been going back and forth with each other like what possibly could we get this guy i said no sauce okay no sauce that'd be great they went okay Hey, and the next time you come in, they said, this tablet that your child's playing with, it actually has our menu in here, and you can go through and look at all the allergy information. And in my mind, I thought to myself, I'm not, I don't go to these places to begin with, nor am I coming back. My wife's being very polite, going, wow, that's great information for next time. I'm just nodding quietly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh <laughs> The drink I'm ordering, by the way, I keep ordering uh, vodka martinis. Kettle one vodka martinis, please. And uh, they're fine. And, of course, you know, they're asking, is everything fine? Yes, it's fine. <laughs> I didn't want to be like, it's okay. You know, I'm, look, I'm snooty. I guess I'm snooty when it comes to drinks and food and all this. I, I, I cop to it. Uh, the second vodka martini that came, <laughs> the, wait- the waitress goes, what is this? As she puts it in front of me. What is this? And I said, uh, it's a vodka martini. She said, looks cute. <laughs> it is just, you know, the clear, you know, vodka martini with some olives. I think they put three green olives on the side, you know, on the little toothpick. And I was, I felt, I felt like a Samantha, you know, I felt like I was in an episode. It is cute. Thank you. Uh, uh, Jim, the the general manager, uh, came by, you know, they plaque out on the, the pillar outside, and he came through and went, hey, how's everything tonight? And everybody just said, it's fine, thank you, it's good, thank you. I, I wondered, does everyone just lie to Jim? That's his life. He comes in, he has to, act, you know, he knows he works at Olive Garden, and he, he has to go around going, hey, how is everything? And everybody's like, it's fine, it's good, but it's 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 not. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, it is what it is. And he has to go, Oh, cool. Thanks. Let me know. Uh, anywho, uh, that was, uh, that was my trip. Those are the big takeaways <laughs> other than like, uh, you know, the usual fam fun, fun family stuff. There, I got it out. That was my takeaway. The tube kid and, <laughs> experiencing an olive garden so uh last time i recorded i said oh i'm gonna talk about ratings but the ratings haven't come out for dynamite yet well the ratings came out and it was it's pretty boring to actually analyze uh dynamite ratings it's always about the same uh you know dave Meltzer will spice it up by being kind of doom and gloom about it but they're always in the top 10 you know they're always fine it doesn't change much one way or the other and it can't really be predicted honestly uh sometimes they'll really book up a show and promote it and uh book up a show load up a show and promote it and it will do eight hundred (laughs) thousand. 
And then other times it'll just be like, and the main event is Ricky Starks and Orange Cassidy versus whoever. Uh, Matt Menard and uh, Cool Hand Ange. And uh, it'll do over a million. So you never, I don't, I don't under, I don't even try to predict it. I don't, I do not know. And, uh, but I do look at them because it does tell you what people are interested in. Uh, more often than not, and the highest outside of the beginning, which is always the highest, the highest quarter hour was the MGF Cole match, uh, which, God, <laughs> it makes me sad because oh, I'm letting it play out. I'm going to let it play out. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, like I've said in the first episode, I do not understand it. Cole, is, they're both being disingenuous to each other. Okay, I don't. Who's gonna? I guess you're waiting on who's gonna turn on who first. A lot of people are saying this is their like re, uh, reaction to the bloodline. Like this is like, hey, you like the bloodline? You mutants, come check this out. And if that's the case, it's working. I definitely on Reddit, a lot of people are loving it. <laughs> There's, I saw this morning a thread that was like what do you think is going to happen with this <laughs> people are fantasy booking it out as they like to do on reddit and uh and with it being popular look it's working it people are into it uh i'm not a huge fan of these like little segments i i'm i'm, I'm we'll see we'll see if they get better or, or what goes on uh, you know, Roderick Strong being a part of it. Oh, okay, I guess. I'm not see, I think some of it why some people are invested in it, is that this is kind of like Roderick Strong, NXT, Adam Cole. That's where they had, you know, that's part of that. I mean, I know they have a longer history than that, but to a lot of people, I think. I mean, Adam Cole was really hitting in NXT, got a lot of fans there. Oh, I promise you, we're not watching Ring of Honor. Uh, you know, the Undisputed Era was was a thing amongst uh, a certain subset of uh, WWE fans. Uh, the lowest quarter hour was the Darby, uh, Orange Cassidy, and Sammy Guevara, uh, Daniel Garcia tag match, which I will, uh, since usually Darby and OC uh, pop ratings, uh, I'm not going to put it on my boy Daniel Garcia. No way. <laughs> People are tuning in. That dance is getting over. He's slowly getting over. I, I'm going to uh, just throw it out there, completely speculative, that Sammy Guevara has that uh, turn the channel uh, ability. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. And you know what? That sounds like homework, so I'm not going to dig into it and look at his uh, history of ratings. Maybe I will uh, if someone writes in and pushes back. Uh, I'll look into it and, you know, either... Uh, admit defeat or uh, crow about how right I am, but I'm going to put it all on Sammy. Sammy has go away, uh, not go away heat, but just that turn the channel. I think people see him, they go, this guy, <laughs> he, especially with this whole, like you, Sammy Guevara, like let's cheer him or he's a, like, it's not, it's not happen. It's it will never happen. It just won't happen. Uh, I still see people bringing up, though, remember when he got engaged? <laughs> Look at that. Bad move. Bad move. Uh, 
I think that just lingers in a lot of fans' mind. You know, they watch Dynamite, he got a gauge, and then like months later, however long it was, he's like, actually, I'm, I'm uh, dating so and so, Tay Mello. Okay. Uh, and then I don't know if they were shocked or surprised, but then, you know, people weren't into it. <laughs> And then they leaned into it, which people went, okay, like, fine. I don't know. Everybody just seems to have that reaction with Sammy Guevara. Fine. He's uh, not the greatest promo. I think a lot of guys can do what he can do in the ring for the most part. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I can't. Maybe he should start wearing a panda head again. I'm not sure. I'm sure he's a fine fellow. Uh, I don't know what you do with Sammy other than turn him heel and he's just, uh, you know, he's a heel <laughs> and he uh, stays a heel and he, you know, I'd love to be, I'd love, if he, I'd love to be interested. I like, I like to like things. So uh, if he, if he figures something out, that's entertaining, but uh, it always seems just a little bit like a little too much when he's in the ring, you know, it's, 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 uh, could, for his place always on the card or his the way the way the AEW fan base uh considers him it always seems like he is presented at like a touch higher or like a touch that we should care more and uh nobody does so uh so let's do it rampage the July 14th rampage in Saskatoon still uh it was Dustin Rhodes and Keith Lee, which I think they called Naturally Limitless, I think, versus Matt Menard, Angelo Parker. Uh, again, I talked about it in the first episode, the crowd's chaining. As we open up the show, the crowd's chaining for Keith Lee. I think Canada, very, uh, I think they were just an NXT kind of WWE, uh, some, they were that kind of crowd. Uh or maybe just Canada has a huge, Keith Lee's had a huge Canadian following. Uh, I did wonder. Uh, uh, so Dustin Rhodes is retiring. I think this is supposed to be his last year. Well, is this what he's doing for his last year? I, I, in my mind, when he for I think I saw that he announced that, or maybe they brought it up on some show. I thought, oh, okay, so he's going to go on this some kind of singles run. They'll do the old classic, like he's going to keep winning until he loses, and then that, and he's out. He's done. He's going to, you know, maybe go for a singles title, and you know, just kind of get the, you know, the crowd will definitely get behind him as he kind of, yeah. I mean, he's working that, you know, just keep stepping. You know, the the lone gunman in the West. You know, he can, you know, he's always broken down. He's old. You know, he's retiring. He's just, he's got one last fight in him. He's going to try. And instead we're doing this tag thing. And then I wondered, well, so are they going for the tag titles? They keep tagging. They, they generally win from just memory. So what's the deal? <laughs> what is this? What Dustin Rhodes is doing in this final year of tag tagging with Keith Lee? Cause he's retiring. Right. So are they going for the, I don't know. That's kind of like, are we just spinning our wheels here? Do something with Dustin Rhodes, I guess. Just keep it to Rampage, but do something. Maybe a couple dynamites or collisions. And uh, shocked, purely shocked. <laughs> I love. <laughs> did the swerve thing get put on the back burner again? I know. Uh, or did that end, I guess? And just nobody caught that it ended. I know swerve is involved with Darby right now, but uh, what? 
I don't. I, I swear, did they not get involved with each other recently again? And people went, oh, God, here we go. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, you know, uh, during this whole thing, Jericho's on commentary, and they, they're bringing up about, you know, because of uh, his uh, Jericho Appreciation Society members are in there. So they're asking, you know, is the his stable breaking apart? Uh, Jericho's talking about how, you know, he wouldn't be, you know, a lackey or a member of the stable. He'd be co-running it with Don Callis, you know. It's, you know, he he's a peer, not a not a lackey. And <laughs> you got Jericho, uh, you know, look, I think Jericho loses too much. Uh, he definitely has a way to sniff out what's the hot programmer, the person on the up, you know. I'll work with them. Uh, so to him get involved in this Callis stuff, I don't know if it's getting towards him and just losing to Takeshita, which <laughs> he's got to get some. He's got to win here. He's got to like find a program where he wins. Maybe maybe this is it. He turns on the Jericho Appreciation Society and just beats everybody. <laughs> he beats Sammy G. He beats Hager. He beats Matt Menard. He beats Angelo Park. I don't know. Uh, but if it just as long as I don't have to have another, uh, I'm giving you my hat uh, sketch. Uh, not a big fan of Keith Lee in the faces that he makes. A little bit too goofy uh, in the ring, you know, shrugging. I know it's always been part of it. You know, he's kind of, he's a fun-loving guy. He's having fun out there. Uh, I just, not for me. Uh they win, and uh, we get a QTV segment. And I thought, why? This is fine on Rampage. Why was it on Dynamite? And it's just more. It's Johnny Impact, and he they do the thing where he like he probably he came. They reverse the footage, and he comes out of the pool. Like it looks like he jumped out in one step. It'd be impressive if he was had that ability to, to jump out of a pool straight up uh, and land on the thing. But he's doing this weird affectation. I don't know if he's done this before. I don't follow his career enough to know if this is a a common thing he's doing. I don't know what he's doing, but not for me as well. And he challenges uh, the acclaimed. I, don't, I guess it's a six man or is it a ten? I, I, I couldn't follow. I think it's a six man with him and Solo and QT. Don't quote me. Um, uh, then we have Taya Valkyrie, his wife versus, uh, Izzy McQueen, a local. It's a squash, which brings out Soraya, Soraya, God, uh, I think it's Soraya, oh Lord, somebody email me, dearTonyPod at gmail.com. How do you say it? I can't remember right now. And, uh, Tony Storm, it's very bad. Um, you know, they're leaving it up to Taya to impress upon people that this is a once, <laughs> this is a first time ever encounter, uh, Tony Storm versus Taya Valkyrie. And, uh, it's, it's just bad. It was just a bad back and forth. And they say, you know, it'll be on battle of the belts and my heart sunk because I had forgotten about battle of the belts. And I was like, Oh no. Now I've got to do another hour of, because I was going to do this all in one sitting. Rampage, Collision, Battle of the Belts, watch it all, catch up on everything, 
and take all these notes. And I went, oh, no, four hours of this. <laughs> no. I mean, it was, I was defeated. I felt defeated. Uh, they throw up a hook vignette, more vignettes. I don't know how I feel about this, but fine. Okay. He's eating spaghetti. He's drinking red wine. Was it Merlot? Was it a Malbec? Was it a Cab Sav? I don't know. I'm curious to know. But he challenges uh, Jack Perry. Calls him Jackie Boy, I think. I can't love it. I took these notes, and then I, you know, now it's a day later. So if he called him Jackie Boy, which I think he did, I did enjoy that. Says tired of chasing him. Let's do it. Dynamite. Okay. Fine with that. Fine with little hook segments. Then we got Trent versus Lance. And at this point, I paused it thinking, wow, that did fly by, you know, Rampage. I don't watch it. And now I'm watching it. I'm forcing myself to watch it. Hey, and dear Tony, you've you've done that. I was watching Rampage. And then I kind of got the I got the clue that uh got the signal that uh, I didn't need to watch it. Uh, outside if I really wanted to watch a match and, AEW has a lot of people I do like. Uh, not enough that I'm going to, you know, sometimes I'll throw it on on a Saturday. Sometimes. In the background. But not enough to, or it's uh, appointment television. And uh, he, I paused it to go, wow, that flew by. And we were only half over. And again, my heart sunk. And so Lance is back. Lance Archer. He's with Jack, Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake is wearing, I guess, Lance, Lance Archer-inspired gear. It's got like, it's like a long trench coat, and it, it's, it's odd. It was odd uh, in that it just didn't look right. <laughs> and uh, they have a fine match. Uh, <laughs> the crowd was chanting for Jake the Snake Roberts, <laughs> which says something about, I guess, I don't know, Trent and Lance that the crowd is like, hey, Jake's here. Uh, uh, Lance is one of those guys where there's bad faith people that will say, where's Lance? Where's, you know, this guy? He should be pushed more. He's in that group of people that go, oh, he should be pushed more. And it's like, you can't push everybody. One, two, uh, <laughs> Does he have to be pushed more? He's, you know, he's good, I guess. He's, <laughs> I'll get into this more. We're going to, and uh, I don't know which one we'll do it in, but we'll go over the Observer AEW notes, and I have a little, some thoughts on uh, some uh, Dave Bugaboos that kind of tie in with other stuff. So stay tuned. And also, I will do the Reddit advice stuff. Uh, as soon as I get a little piece for my mic stand so that you don't hear this. This is not me. This is uh, supposed to sound like me typing. But uh, I did enjoy, at one point, Lance Archer uh, Bart at Trent. No hugging in here, baby. <laughs> Which did he, in the psychology of them, did he, he knows Trent hugs during matches, did he think Trent was going to hug him? Or he's just letting Trent know that you should not be hugging in a match. Uh, 
a big pop for Jake for the short arm clothesline, and uh, and that he delivers, and uh, Lance wins, and then Lance Archer begins to, uh, you know, uh, destroy Trent and Chuck, and <laughs> he calls out OC. He's challenging OC for battle of the belts, and. <laughs> Jake, that that master promo, Jake, the wordsmith, Jake the Snake, starts going, starts going. No, wait! Don't screw the pooch! Don't screw the pooch! Uh, and they take OC's title, and they say, "You can have this back on Saturday," you know. And uh, so there you go. And we move on to the Double J crew and they're cutting promos on the Matt Hardy crew, which is uh, uh, e- Ethan, Ego Ethan Page and Isaiah Cassidy and the Double J crew's the, you know, the same crew he's been running with, which I think, I think we're done with this crew. I'm ready. I, hey, I like Double J. I like him. I didn't like him growing up. Uh, I just didn't, that the, his, he's always great. And then when he's in the ring, he bores me. And now I think his age has, it's all caught up to where now I, I can appreciate it. He doesn't bore me, but I do like everything that he, it's all come together now perfectly for me. <laughs> the act, the ring work, the age, it all makes sense now for me. Uh, and I don't, I'm sure Sanjay Dutt finds himself entertaining. I want to know if anybody else finds him as entertaining as possibly he does. The I'm 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 out on some J Dutt right now. Find or if he just start managing something somebody else. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm over. I don't like the dynamic of Dutt and it's oh I'm it's it's over. Time to move on. Uh, for me, if you like it, God bless you. Uh, uh. Takeshita is out with Don Callis. He's going to uh, face Menelo. Uh, Metalo? Mentalo? First of all, let me be clear. I am horrible with names. I can't remember. People often will say, you know, so-and-so, and I'll say, who? I don't know. It takes me a minute to remember who they're talking about. Uh Don Callis, Don Callis cuts a promo. He tries to, you know, explain that there's more to this squash match, which it wasn't a complete squash, but it was a short match. You know, uh, Kenny Omega trained with this man, and uh, they went up and down the roads of, of Canada. And, uh, you know, the crowd, you know, long-time guy, they were behind uh, uh, Mentolo, and uh, uh, Takeshita wins. And uh, that's that. <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, Don Callis was attacked. Apparently, Brian Alvarez reported that Don Callis was attacked by a fan down uh, uh, for the AAA show, where uh, Omega was going against Vikingo, and uh, that it he did some damage. The fan did some damage uh, to Don Callis, and I thought, wow. Dominic Mysterio heat for Don Callis. That's the kind of heat Dom gets. Uh, 
Ugh. Uh, this is what I'm talking. I mean, I this one. Don Callis is being attacked by fans, and Meltzer and Alvarez, Dominic Mysterio heat. Whenever people boo Don Callis, there's no oh, don't get me okay. So we go to the Dark Order. Now they're in suits, which I guess is signaling, hey, we're we mean business. We're serious now. We're not goofballs. And uh, the suits. Um, make them look like uh, they're uh, caterers. I don't know. It doesn't make them look serious. Uh, like a B-level mafia? I don't know. It is, it's not. They need to figure something out. <laughs> and they say, hey, we're not a joke anymore. And it's time for the Dark Order to uh, begin again. Another, uh, we're going to reset. And now, I don't know, I don't watch Rampage. I don't know how long Mark Henry's been getting this check where now I think he's just kind of spliced into footage and they have him record what he needs to say. This is the main event or time for the main event, but he's in there uh, spliced amongst the footage. He's happy. And it's Athena versus Willow. Um, Willow comes out and she points to the cup and AEW's been, at least I've noticed it lately, it's been bothering me more lately. They cut away. She goes to point to the cup and kind of look at the camera, and they cut away to just some fans. And I've noticed lately, or at least again, it's bothering me, so I'm noticing it more. AEW production has a bad habit of a wrestling, like specifically being like, hey, either talking, grabbing the camera and talking to the camera, or they're like, I'm going to do this big move. And then the camera will cut away and point to the fans or go to a fan in the crowd. I don't want to see the fans. Don't don't point to the fans. Stop cutting. Dear Tony and production and AW, stop cutting to the fans. I don't want to see them. I don't care. I don't like it. I don't need it. I don't care. I don't want to see myself. I don't want to see anybody that would be in a show with me. I don't want it. I want to see the wrestlers. Uh, opening crowd shots, sure. Panning shots, where the, you see the action is in the ring and it's sweeping and look at this, look at all the people watching. Uh, but these individual crowd shots, and oftentimes, for whatever reason, they cut to these fans, I don't know if it's timing or what, the fan is either A, disinterested, or B, not even really paying attention, you know, and just, uh, I like that I do the one or two or A or B, but that's how I talk, so. But they do this thing. <laughs> Look at the fan. The fan is either talking to their friend or looking at their phone or they're kind of holding up a sign, kind of like listlessly, just kind of like, huh? Uh, so, crowd shots. Next, <laughs> Willow wins. And boy, how Athena, some of these people come from NXT or they're in the WWE system or whatever. I don't know what happened to them, but they, they've got this that, that shocked face thing just burned into their psyche. I mean, shoot. I mean, it's Kevin Owens does it. Like some of this stuff, the the one two kick out stuff, and then the shocked or the I got just pinned and it shocked me. It needs to just stop, <laughs> stop. <laughs> I mean, the grabbing the hair and the wide eye, the bewilderment. Just oh, it's okay to look stunned for a little bit or like, but like. Watch Bret Hart matches when he lost or he didn't expect, like he couldn't believe he lost, where he's just kind of like, he just looks so quietly disappointed in himself. <laughs> you know, it, uh, the, 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 
overacting that's coming from, I think, the WWE school of things. I don't know where people are picking it up. It needs, it's, it, dear Tony, tell them to stop that. Uh, so that was Rampage. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't, I mean, there are regular viewers of this. Uh, they're dwindling. Uh, I don't know what you, you know, you just got to make things matter. I don't know how you do that in an hour. I would do a lot of character stuff maybe or put stuff. I don't know. I'm not sure how you, it's a combination of things you can do, uh, you know. Dear Tony, you know how to book, right? Uh, it's um, especially, yeah, I think now with Collision, I think definitely now people are going, okay, I definitely don't need to watch Rampage. So um, I don't know what you do with Rampage. Just uh, you put on, you know, turn it into like a WCW. It's like Saturday night or like a, maybe that's what they're slowly going to do. But just, you know, put on some, you know, good matches uh, with people that you don't get to see a lot. Uh, I still felt like a little bit of rampage of like, well, you know, Takeshita is, you know, going to be in the match. And so we're going to get him a win here. And we're going to talk about that and promote that. That's fine. Uh, I mean, I feel like Takeshita should be on. It's odd because they do have a lot of people that don't get TV time, but then they'll still throw like the Taya versus Izzy thing and they want to squash. It's like, I mean, you've got people on the roster. I know Tony's all seems Tony Khan's always waffling in that. uh, He doesn't want to, he wants wins and losses to matter, but he also doesn't want to beat people. This is going to come into play later where it's like, Jesus. We'll we'll talk about it when we talk about uh, Battle of the Belts. (laughs) So, uh, peek behind the curtain. I'm going to keep recording and uh, I'll see you. And the next couple of episodes, all in one sesh. Should I act like uh, this is over a span? Of t- no, I won't act like that. Okay. End recording. Uh, goodbye. <laughs>